Hello, lighting nerds and friends, to another episode of The Light Files, the lighting industry podcast. My name is Lisa Bartlett. Thank you so much for joining us again. Always good to be with you. Um, Just a few things up top. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram at Light Files. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Lisa Lights Life. And I do have a Patreon for the podcast. Um, If anyone's interested in supporting the podcast that way, I would super appreciate it, and it would help out a ton. That is patreon.com slash lightfiles, and you'll get some swag, some extra content. Um, I would just super appreciate it if you're willing to make that commitment to the podcast. Um, uh, Yeah, because it means a lot to me, and I love doing this. So all that said, let's open some light files. The first one is on June Lightivation. Just a quick note here. Um, June Lightivation is right around the corner. Um, June 22nd to 26th at the Dallas Market Center, as I know everyone is aware. The uh, mask requirements have been lifted. um, So I expect it to be um, as relatively normal of a Lightivation as one could expect after all this time. Um, I did uh, hear, I got some news that actually came via uh, Christina Christopher, the uh, vice president of sales and marketing at Fanimation, that bookings, hotel bookings for June Lightovation in mid-May were under 300 rooms. Um, and just 10 days later, that number had jumped to uh, over 400, uh, 426 was the number at that time. And as I record this, it's even a few days later than that. So I expect the number of hotel bookings could be even up, uh, you know, 450 or so, which is amazing. That's such a huge increase in such a short amount of time. Um, I love that it, it seems to mean that people are vaccinated and ready to get back at it. Well, we know everyone's been ready to get back at it, but, um, it's great to have that information. I do love um, when we can all share information about things like this. It does make it, I think this is uh, an ongoing theme of this podcast, and I'm just going to keep going at it because I think it's super important that we all communicate better as an industry. Um, I think this information from the Dallas Market Center about uh, increased hotel bookings is really fantastic news. Um, And I think sharing that in a broad way could even increase hotel bookings, Um, you know, because no one wants to be left out. (laughs) I know I don't. So so, um, if it was shared um, that bookings were increasing by this much, it might even uh, encourage more people to attend, which uh, is the whole point of, you know, us doing this. It's for us as buyers to go and see new product and network and engage with the companies and the and the head honchos of these companies on a one-on-one face-to-face basis. That's really uh, super important. And the manufacturers invest a heck of a lot of money in these showrooms and giving us a wonderful hospitality experience. So they certainly want us to be there too. And I love it when we can be Again, just a cohesive industry, share information. Let's all be great teammates in this. It's how we are all successful and move forward together. So um, I really appreciate Christina at Fanimation sharing that information with me. And um, yeah, anybody else that has some news they want to share, please send it my way. I don't have to uh, identify you by name if you don't want to. uh, But Christina and I talked about it and she was good with it. And I just think the more information we're 
sharing with each other, the better. Speaking of information, let's let's open light file number two today. Price increases. Yay. Who's excited? Um, oh, what a deal these price increases are and what a snowball effect it has in the industry. Some of it, okay, manufacturers, as you're listening to this, and sales agents, you might think some of the stuff I'm about to say is real petty. Trust me when I'm telling you, it's also real important. Okay, so just off the top, I've been keeping a list of price increases for the Lighting Showroom Association. I'm sure this isn't a complete list, so please check with your vendors um, for the most accurate information. But the list I have of June and July 2021 price increases, so manufacturers having a price increase either June 1st or July 1st, is the following list of light fixture manufacturers. Access, Acclaim, Cristorama, CWI, DVI, Europhase, Generation Brands, Golden Lighting, the Hudson Valley Lighting Group, Legrand, Millennium, Nora, Tech, and Vizart. And I'm sure there's more. That's just the list that I had. Um, if you know of more, send the info my way so that we can help keep track of it. But that's a significant list of fixture manufacturers having a price increase. And that price increase, we all understand, I think, where it's coming from. So I'm not really going to belabor that point. It's not like it's not necessary. There's a lot of pressures causing these price increases. Although, although I will do a little sidebar to note Prices never decrease. <laughs> um, if Assuming that these pressures one day ease, I won't say never. I can think of a few instances in the past where a few manufacturers have, uh, you know, rolled back price increases that they had to, to put on. Um, but, it, you know, by and large, once the prices go up, they stay up. You know, as long as the market absorbs it, there's no reason for them not to. Um, but, but it's always just funny to me or interesting to me, maybe not funny. So that's a big laundry list of price increases. Depending on your uh, partnerships with each of these manufacturers, um, that as a showroom, that could be a lot of work headed your way, depending how many of these fixtures you have on display and how much you're selling these lines every day in your store. Um, maybe if you don't work so much with the brands doing the price increases, it's not as impactful. But we all just went through a round of price increases at the first of the year, um, and a lot of these manufacturers were on that list too. And I'm sure, you know, as I'm recording this, these are just the uh, manufacturers that I know of that have announced price increases, but there for sure could be more to come. So I'm not just picking on them. Um, it's just what the information I have as I'm recording this. So price increases. This is going to lead back to my favorite topic, data <laughs> and data sharing. So I think in the industry and in the independent lighting showroom industry, we're all pretty aware that most independent lighting showrooms, one way or another, use a subscription service to host their online catalog and websites. And the two industry leaders in this, again, as of now, are Lights America and ExoLights. Both are great services. They do a lot of similar things. Um, they have their own, you know, pros and cons. So no judgment against or for or against either one of them. But it's just they're the industry leaders in this arena. So 
Manufacturers are having these price increases. Like I noted, sometimes it's the second price increase of the year for them. So they also have a lot of work to do on their databases and spreadsheets and ordering. You know, I know there's a lot of work all around on this. So the manufacturers have to get all this information to these subscription services in a timely manner. And what often happens is that doesn't happen. Sometimes uh, the manufacturers will say, yeah, we gave them the price list. And then the subscription service says, no, we don't have them. Or the data was wrong or it was missing or it wasn't in the right format, something. And the showrooms are stuck. Again, because we're independent lighting showrooms and we subscribe to these services, a lot of us don't do our own websites. A lot of some of the bigger independent lighting showrooms for sure do. Actually, I think most of them do um, for the really large guys. But most of us small to mid-sized independent lighting showrooms don't have the budgets to do that. And and maybe we should be looking more into that. But um, but I it just is a stating the facts of the industry as it is now. Um. So when you get caught between this, he said, she said, between the subscription service and the manufacturers, the showrooms really don't have a lot of recourse. Uh, the pricing on our website is wrong uh, or that's on our hang tags in our showroom is wrong. And our customers, rightfully so, expect us to match those prices. It's not like we can be like, oh, well, there was a price up- update last night. We just didn't have time to update update our tags. Sorry, the price is more expensive. I mean, again, we're all consumers too. We all understand how that just doesn't work in the world. There's there's just nothing we can do. And the showroom is squeezed in the middle and we take that loss of margin. I've said that before. The sales agent doesn't typically take a loss on commission. The manufacturer doesn't take a loss on their cost. The showroom takes the loss. Part of doing business, I guess. But this, I think, is one of those things that if we could just work a little harder and better at it as an industry, the showrooms wouldn't have to keep getting squeezed like this. And if a showroom does get squeezed in the middle like this and have to absorb this loss of margin, it should be because the showroom uh, was just like negligent in getting their stuff done and updated, not because there literally was no option for them other than to be squeezed. So what we often find is that showrooms are in the dark on a lot of these goings on behind the scenes, but showrooms pay the price. So I don't know what's fair here. What's, um, what's a fair amount of time that the subscription services need to receive a price list for upload, uh, before the actual price increase. Um, (laughs) you know, what, what is the expectation there? And, uh, if there's anything that I think we need to have an industry standard on, it might be on some of these timelines and expectations of what works for the industry. The lighting showroom association is putting together a white paper on industry data standards, um, that will be out, um, should be out the summer. Um, and hopefully we'll be able to address a lot of these things and give some recommendations of things that we believe are crucial to the long-term success of the independent lighting showroom community. And tied to that is the ongoing success of our manufacturer and sales agent partners. So 
you know, I know sometimes like data that arrives to the subscription services, it needs scrubbed or the pictures aren't there or everything needs reformatted. Like I totally get that issue. Um, and if they don't receive the price file until like, you know, 10.05 at PM and it's effective, you know, at midnight that day, well, that's not fair to the subscription service. But if the data is provided like a month in advance by the manufacturers, uh, but the subscription service maybe is so overwhelmed by other data, like I said, it's a bunch of price increases all at once, or there's not enough staff, you know, to do all this and get it done in time. But the manufacturer did provide the information in a timely manner. Well, then that seems like the responsibility might fall on the subscription service that it's not all done in time. There's just going to be some pain. So what we're foreseeing is pain inside the showroom in the coming, you know, weeks and months as we try to get all this next round of price increases updated. I know some of us, myself included, I'm I'm sorry to admit, haven't fully uh, absorbed the first round of price increases this year. I've definitely taken care of it for my key manufacturers, but my secondary and tertiary level manufacturers I don't have everything fully updated in my database. Certainly it's updated on my website by now, but uh, but not in my internal database. And um, I believe I have all the tags in my showroom current, but they're about to not be current. And that's um, a big job. Even if you only have several hundred fixtures on display, it's a big job to reprint all the price tags and go around to do them. And this is where I think manufacturers might like chuckle at us. But, you know, we're often doing these tasks in between assisting customers and everything else. And when so much happens overnight, um, it's just a lot to do. And it's a lot of a lot of burden on the staff. Certainly, we've all been doing this for years. We all deal with it. We all get it. But the more notice we have, the quicker we can be at it, the better. The quicker I can print my price tags with the new prices on it and have them staged and ready to go so the day of we just have to, you know, run around and change out all the price tags on on that manufacturer's fixture, the better it is and my margins don't get impacted. Um, And that's really just this pressure point that keeps coming back to us as independent lighting showrooms as we just get... We feel like we get the squeeze and we kind of do between all of the other players in the industry. And just the worst part about it is it's our margins that suffer. And our margins, I'm a broken record, our margins are already slim. And I'm not saying that manufacturers don't have slim margins on some things or maybe a lot of things in their portfolios. And maybe margins are extra slim right now as they wait for these price increases to take effect. Like, I get it. I run a business too. I understand. But um, it just often seems that we end up in this position as independent lighting showrooms. And that is an ongoing issue and source of frustration. And the more we feel like we're constantly caught in the dark and paying the price the more frustrated we get about every little thing, you know, like it's kind of like a personal relationship, right? Like it, you know, things keep happening on repeat and then it doesn't take much before that same thing happening really lights you up uh, and makes you upset. Even when like the first few times it didn't really make you that mad, but now you're just tired of it. (laughs) So, I mean, the same thing happens with these kinds of issues 
and now we're just uber sensitive to them. Maybe we shouldn't be quite so sensitive, but we are. And I really think that if we could just do better communicating, sharing information all around across all these topics, showrooms wouldn't feel so in the dark and lost. And um, we would all be more successful. And that's really what it's all about, that we're all more successful. So the last light file I want to talk about today is I did get some response on uh, individual lighting philosophies. Thank you so much to those who reached out. And I just wanted to end this podcast, uh, close it on a positive note, uh, because one of these uh, ex- statements of a lighting philosophy really struck me um, and really kind of just made me happy and moved me. And after now, I've kind of blasted everyone for being bad communicators. Uh, let's talk about things that we do love, (laughs) which is what we do every day in this lighting and fan and controls industry, which is so near and dear to all of our hearts, or y'all wouldn't be listening to this podcast in the first place. And all we can, all we can do is try every day to make it a better and better and more successful and thriving industry that can withstand any economic downturn, upturn, whatever might be coming. And that's really the goal and mission for all of us. So I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, but this um, lighting philosophy statement came from Cole Semenko. He is, of you might know him from Vintage Fans and More. You can find him on Instagram at VF and M, and he does a lot of um, YouTube videos under Vintage Fans and More. So check him out if you haven't already seen uh, his work. He's a, a newer addition to the industry Um and has really kind of used digital and social media tools to provide himself an additional income in his life all around ceiling fans, which is pretty awesome. So if you haven't ever met Cole, um, he's a really awesome guy, and I hopefully you'll see him at market um, in June and coming again in January. But so to paraphrase, Cole uh, said in his statement that uh, – The lighting industry, being a part of the lighting industry, gives him something more than money. When the industry started welcoming me as a result of the platform those people built for me, I felt at home. Truly one of my favorite places to be in the entire world is Lightovation, where I know everyone in the building is geeking out over the products as much as I am. I've never felt such a palpable, enveloping sense of community around the interest that that he, Cole, has carried with him since he was a toddler. He says, this isn't just working or earning a living for me. It brings real joy to my life. No amount of money can equate to what this industry has done for me on the human level. I get to express my passion, working with great people, amazing products that I would never get to experience otherwise. I am here because I love it. And I really uh, second that. And I think a lot of us do. And I don't ever want us to lose sight of that as we navigate some of these tough issues that have kind of lain dormant in our industry for a long time, but we need to tackle them. Like the time is now. (laughs) Let's get these things worked out. Let's figure out how we communicate better, how we share information better, how we do all this better, faster, quicker, stronger, so that we can just do what we all really love to do every day. I've said before, I think some of us, you know, just kind of fell into the industry because it was there and maybe not a huge passion or maybe it wasn't a huge passion to start with. That's certainly the case for me. 
Um, unlike Cole, who loved it from a very young age, I didn't know anything about it till I was in my 20s. Uh, but now it is a passion. And I really, Cole's words really resonated with me that the industry gives him something more than money. And I feel that same way. It gives me a real sense of community, uh, a friendship, a fellowship with people all across North America. And how special is that, that we get to be a part of this little community? Well, okay, we're a big industry, but, you know, day to day, we all know each other fairly well. If you've been in the industry any amount of time, we get to be a part of this amazing boutique community of people that really are all outstanding human beings. I love everyone I've ever met. I've learned so much from so many of you. It's truly amazing. It's such a joy to be a part of this community. And um, I don't ever want to lose sight of that. And I don't want ever, I don't ever want anything to change that about us. Like I want us to do these difficult things, have the difficult conversation, and let's move forward. Let's all be better together. Let's be stronger together. We can do it. I want a bright, ha, <laughs> a bright and successful future for all of us. And a cool one too. Turn your fans on. Oh, and with a dimmer. Anyway, y'all, everyone have a great day and I will talk to you next time.